Come on and pay your dues and sew your name patch on your jacket. It's time for the 27 Club, the world's only podcast about the group so exclusive you have to die to get in. Hosted by fan club president Pete and treasurer PJ. Hey PJ. Once again, we've not discussed... We've discussed it ad nauseum, I would say, that you've robbed me not only of a title, but also... You have a title, uh, sure. I know, but of being able to say my own name. Um, <laughs> I, hey, I got good at it for a couple of weeks, letting you introduce yourself, but I forgot about it this time. I was nervous, PJ, because we have our... We have the... We have two... We have the... It's it's a very special episode. It's a, an incredibly I, so much special episode. I can't even episode. finish my sentences. Yeah. Um, we... Well, let's talk about it for two reasons why it's a special episode. It's yes, that's true. There's many. There's almost 27 whole reasons why this is a very special episode. Uh, first of all, we're covering our first non-musical artist member of the 27 Club. Yes, and we also have almost 27 guests on the show. Just take that first part. We have two whole guests on the we show. Have, we for have the two. first time yeah. ever, ever uh, a foursome on the podcast. Yeah. Um, if you guys would like to introduce yourselves. We have our, we have the the much discussed but never heard from uh, partners of Pete and PJ. We have Shelby, hello, and Melanie, hello. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, guests. this yeah. is. I'm sure. So, as everyone has to know, they just every time PJ and I record, they're just banging down the doors to our recording studios, yeah. our respective studios across the country. And they are saying, let me in, let me in. I have so much to say about yeah. the Rolling Stones or the Beach Boys or the 27 Club. Or they're and in the studio lounge watching Law & Order SVU way too loud. Yes, yes, exactly. And so we, we acquiesced after so many episodes. We said, fine, we'll throw you a bone. You can be on one episode. We'll give you but one. But only the girl episode. Yeah. Yeah. So selfless. And yeah. you would think Janis Joplin? Amy Winehouse? No. no, 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 no. No, we're covering that most famous member of the Twenty Seven Club, the movie Twenty Seven Dresses. dresses. <laughs> um, we we were going through the Wikipedia, and we and saw... we were going through something. Yeah, we were going through a lot at the I time. I was in a bender, <laughs> on a bender, through a bender, with a bender. Yes, I think all sure. Could you can be tell I'm, I'm I'm a bender kind of guy because I know the terminology. Well, and you love. Uh, uh, Bendy Strauss. Future on. Oh, there you go. Either one. Yeah. Um, man, in person is weird, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's the other. That's the other of the twenty. We'll get to all twenty-seven reasons as we go through the show. But the yeah. other, another reason uh, that this is a very special episode is we are live and in person together for the first time since in years. The Doors it, like, episode. Because it's gonna come after the Doors. I mean, whatever. Yeah. We're recording this and another episode at the same time, but this is the first one. But okay, all right. That's too big of a peek behind the curtain. Oh, okay, yeah, we don't usually do that. Sometimes um, we call also, it a feel peek free to chime in anytime, yeah. Shelby and Melanie. It's I keep forgetting you're here. PJ and I just really have our eyes yeah. locked. Like, yeah, you guys are making almost, a lot of eye contact. We're almost doing the Avatar thing. Our hair is slowly <laughs> reaching toward each other across the dining room table here. We about to dreadlock, fuck. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're we're in person together for yes the first time since we talked about um, waiting for the sun. Uh, I'm so, glad you remember the name of that. Which was album. the first time since we finished the Beach Boys Boys Run. That That's true. Talked in we person. did all of the Rolling Stone studs remote. 
because mm-hmm. of COVID. And also... I don't know if anyone could tell. Like, I'm sure you couldn't tell listening no, to the show. not at all. But, yeah, so we're talking about 27 dresses. But before we get to that, we have uh, an important question for both of our guests, which is what... Let's... We'll start with Shelby. Uh, when Peter and, then we'll and I go make to eye contact okay. with you, that's when you know it's your turn. Yes, to talk. exactly. Got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but what is your experience with, in order, the Beach Boys, the Rolling Stones, and the Twenty Seven Club? Shelby, please share. My experience: I've listened to every episode of the Beach Boys. Boys. Every episode. And every album. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And just like most of our listenership, that's when you stopped listening. <laughs> is after that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very fair. Okay. Um, nice. The Rolling Stones, I've listened to every album multiple times. <laughs> yeah, right. In the car that's, with Peter. There's no way that's um, true. I didn't even listen to every album multiple yeah. times. <laughs> I've listened to basically whatever Pete has listened to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, same with the 27 Club. My yeah. experience with that one, I'm not in it, hoping to not be... Um, yeah. Yeah. What, um, and who so far is your favorite member of the 27 Club? That you've covered or in general? Uh, sure, in general. Maybe Amy Winehouse. Yeah, nice. Right on. All right. Oh, um, Beach Boys. I don't, I think we barely started dating when PJ started that podcast, so I didn't really Mm -hmm. have a deep dive Also, if you could kind of cut it on that dating talk i want to i want to appeal to our single yes we, yeah, did, we've I talked about this about on the that. show yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. if Sorry. you could call yourself my i'm the married one you're the single yeah. one exactly. you know yeah well, we kind of cover both PJ, bases just yeah. a friend yeah. a neighbor roommate really um and then rolling stones just putting my ear up to the door sometime some days listening to him <laughs> again but what about the bands themselves what do you um, know about the Beach nothing Boys? absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing and the rolling stones nothing okay that's fair what about the 27 club um nothing besides 27 dresses okay and who's your favorite member 27 dresses uh 27 dresses yeah. okay yeah. what's your favorite dress of all 27 um i haven't watched it a whole bunch. Hold the fuck on. <laughs> I mean, like I've watched. We're wa- doing a podcast no, about this movie. No, I watched it before, but we TJ it. watched it this morning and he didn't finish. Okay, okay. We didn't get to the part. I watched 27 minutes of it. I thought that yeah. was all. I was <laughs> yeah, legally gave it 27 minutes of his time. <laughs> Just say the bridesmaid's dress. Yeah, they're all bridesmaid's dresses. That's how you can't go wrong. Oh, okay. Exactly. All right, this is great. There like are some loophole. cute ones, and there, there are, are some that's ugly true. ones. That's mm-hmm. very true. Well, so my favorite dress is the one she takes off. Oh my god. <laughs> that you rip apart with your teeth. We'll yeah. get to that. Um, so, well, thank you for being on the show. I, our listeners have been champing at the bit to hear from both of you because all we do, it's basically, it's turned from the Beach Boys to the Rolling Stones to the 27 Club. And now it's basically a podcast where PJ and I just talk about our significant others. That's... And it's great, I would say. We're kind of like Dax and Kristen, but if they just talk to their friends about each other instead of talking to each other. Um, and really, it's more popular than that anyway. So. That's true. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Dax Flame? Yes. Of early internet fame? Yes. Okay. And early then internet flame. Kirsten Kirsten. Dunst. 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 Spider, okay. Mary Jane herself. Sorry, I, I checked out for a minute because I put on 27 dresses on my laptop. Um, so it's unclear to me. I guess we didn't really actually talk about this before we started this show, but can a movie be part of the 27 Club? 
Well, I guess it has to be. I think we're proving that it is. It's Melanie's today, favorite Peter. member of the Twenty Seven Club. That's true. So I guess it has yeah. to be. Yeah, because I'm like we there we we've done musical artists. I'm yeah. aware that there's some actors in the Twenty Seven Club, but a but movie, a movie itself. We're breaking new ground here. We we're kind of like are. serial. We're a, a new frontier in podcasting. That's true. We are the first movie podcast. I yeah, think. the first <laughs> podcast to discuss movies. Mm-hmm. That's true. Also, babe, I'm shocked that your um, favorite member of the Twenty Seven Club is in Pigpen McKiernan. I don't even know. <laughs> yes, well, you, you just do. love the name Pigpen. Yeah. She always talks about if you guys have a kid or maybe get mm. another cat or something. Yeah, it's got to be named Pigpen. Just yeah. it's the most beautiful name Melanie's ever heard. She, she first heard it on uh, "It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown," and ever since then it's been loved. <laughs> she heard it there, nowhere else. <laughs> so there's only two people in the world named Pigpen. All right, so 27 dresses. Let's get to uh, a little <laughs> some background on this on this film, uh, and it is a film. It came out. In, <laughs> it came out in 2008, uh, and it stars Katherine Heigl and James Marsden in very different points in their career. Yeah, very uh, very different points yeah. in their career. Yeah, Shelby, I think you had something to talk about with Katherine Heigl in this movie because this is for James kid. Marsden. Yeah, this is and this is very early in like this is before I actually knew James Marsden was in movies. I kind of wasn't aware of him until like 2010, 12 maybe, like when he started being on Thirty Rock. And then he was in that animated movie. Wasn't he, he was the voice in Tangled? Wasn't he the voice in Tangled? He's in Ella Enchanted. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. When yeah. did that movie come out? Like 2004. <laughs> really? Yeah. Let's look Not that. I was old enough to watch it. And yeah, 2004. Whoa. <laughs> Is he really in that? I think he's the prince. I nailed I it. Wow. Okay, let's IMDb James Marsden right here. I think he's I the guy. thought it was, but I thought he was also. Anyway. So I might be wrong about James Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden is the guy, is one of Liz's boyfriends, I thought. He is, yes. Yeah. I believe. In 30 Rock. That is correct. Oh. He but was also, in Hairspray in 2007. Oh, oh yeah, right. He was, he was right. Cyclops in X-Men. Yes. He was in Just Enchanted in 2007. So I'm way wrong on James Marsden. Wait, he wasn't in Ella Enchanted? Just no, Enchanted? Just Enchanted. The hotter, the sexier one. Man, I don't Difference between those movies. Flynn uh, Enchanted is the one where Amy Adams gets naked. Oh, yeah, and it's with Patrick Dempsey instead. Oh. Oh, so he's worked with two Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, so Wait, I take it back. This in, is midpoint in James Marston's <laughs> career. Enchanted is not the one with Rapunzel. and. No, Enchanted is the one where Amy Adams comes from an animated movie mm-hmm. into real life, like New York City, and she becomes like a real person yeah. instead of an animated person. But there's like yes. animated birds and shit. That, uh-huh. All right. I want and everybody to silently squirrel. give I liked it, a it thumbs as a up or a thumbs down. I liked it. Okay. As a kid. Okay. Because Amy Adams is hot. And there's a little squirrel that goes, Yeah. You want to buy? It's good. It's <laughs> yes. good. <laughs> so anyway, James Marsden, peak of his career apparently, we're now learning. <laughs> and Katherine Heigl is apparently coming back. Yes. She was in Grey's Anatomy and then quit Grey's Anatomy slash got fired, maybe? I don't yeah. know exactly. I've heard she got fired. What yeah, happened? she was branded as difficult to work with. And she had a... Was she? Or... That's what I'm unclear about. You, you well, told me she this was... before we started. And it's like, was she or was she... Or were the people... Now, Apparently, that's a very common thing for her. Is that is. people mm-hmm. say she's very hard to work with. Yes. And I don't want to... Please don't fact check this, but I think she was... We don't eminent- fact check on this show. <laughs> I think she was nominated for like an Emmy. And then she said, I can't accept this nomination because I wasn't given the good material. 
um, to um, deserve this. So wow. it would be a, a slap burn. in the face to other actors uh, who our were generations. Given good Marlon Brando sending incredible. a Native American wow. woman up to the stage. <laughs> All right. Um, how, how, did, so with Catherine Heigl, I know you watch Grey's Anatomy. Did you watch Grey's Anatomy? Of course, I watched mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Did mm-hmm. you? No, fuck that. Um, I think their you. spinoff oh. show from in, Under the Beach Boys Boys Umbrella will be episode by episode through Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. We'll that never would be run great out of content, Pete. Um, but maybe we could get Shonda Rhimes on. Of course, yeah, Shonda Rhimes. We're getting her on the Twenty Seven Club, so you can definitely get her on a Grey's Anatomy show. She'll go on anything. Um, I'm surprised that. Catherine Heigl hasn't started a Grey's Anatomy podcast like the fucking Office ladies mm. did. Um, oh, yeah. So, did you guys like Catherine Heigl's performance in Grey's Anatomy? I think that's an important. Yeah, question. did she deserve that Emmy? Yeah, that's yes. what we're all wondering. I liked her. I thought she was good. Yeah, I thought she was great. Izzy. Yeah. That's her name. Or? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. her name. Isabel Stevens. I thought you were asking. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know. <laughs> Izzy Stevens, she unplugged, well, the spoilers ahead if you haven't seen Grey's Anatomy, but that's not my fault. But um, she unplugs a guy from his like... Elvad. Elvad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. To, Someone yeah. she loves. Yeah. What's the Elvad? It's like a thing that keeps your heart going. Mm-hmm. So it's something you really don't want to unplug. You're what keeps my heart going, babe. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. So she's on her, uh, the comeback uh, on a rocket ship. Uh, to the comeback of the century, to the so then club. star in State of Affairs, Doubt, and Suits. She was in Doubt. So, oh, sure. Oh. Sadie Ellis. I never actually saw Doubt. I just <laughs> okay. am aware of it. And in Firefly Lane, which I actually have heard oh, of, and did not I've know seen she was in that. so good. Yeah, so good. So Catherine Heigl, America's member of the Twenty Seven Club. So the movie. Uh, let's see a little more background about the movie. It opened number two in January 2008 behind Cloverfield. And what a big number two this is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad. It got dumped in January. So, yeah. like, they were not expecting it to do well, I guess. Although, yeah. maybe that was just... We don't really have, I feel like, traditional rom-coms anymore in theaters. So, maybe That's this true. is just the time they would usually release them. A lot of comedies would come out January well, through March back in the day. Well, romantic comedies particularly because Valentine's Day. Oh, good point. Point. People, You're right. This must go. have been a V-Day yeah. date movie. I think this was a V-Day date movie. Nice. Uh, it's got 41% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and uh, hmm. That's a little high. Yeah. So let's see. The only other thing... No, I think that's it. Let's start talking about the movie. So I, have I saw this movie for the first time. PJ saw 27 minutes of it. And I'm currently time. watching it. And I'm cur- he's currently watching the rest on his phone. Shelby and Melanie, you've actually seen this movie before in your lives. So run yeah. us through what everyone should know about 27 Dresses before we start getting into some some specifics. Before that, I did, yeah. when I put it on this morning, I saw how long it was. And my first thing was, how the fuck is this almost two hours? It's, well, we'll, we'll talk it, about it. because She they, has to try a lot of, each dress. Yeah, there's a lot of extra <laughs> each uh, wedding. things happening. Yeah, there's, yeah but, uh, uh, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to go, go into there. Either one of them. I'm going to share your experience with 27 Dresses. When was the first time you saw it? What did you think of it? What's your history with 27 Dresses? Did you think it would hold up? Did it hold up? I was a child the first time I saw 27 Dresses. Sure. And I thought it it was amazing. turned you into a woman. Yes. It's a big part of my childhood. Yeah. And you loved it. Yeah. I did love it. And it does not (laughs) hold up. (laughs) Okay. 
Yeah, I'd say the same. I was probably like 10, 12 when I watched it. And yeah. And you thought someday you were going to have 27 dresses of your own. I thought I'd be in more weddings. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd be a bridesmaid, a maid of honor more than yeah. I really well, am. Well, do they ever talk about in this movie how old Catherine Heigl is? They really, I don't she's think they, think well, she's 27, of course. They harp on yeah. how she's not married yet. Yes, yeah. but they never talk about her age and no. PJ and I, I don't think are the best at, like, how old was Katherine Heigl, I guess, when it came out? All right, we're going to price this right this. I think she was 32, 33 when it came out. Clo- closest without going over wins. 28. Yeah, I'm going to go younger. I'm, I'll go 27 on the nose. Oh, I was going to say 35. 35. Okay, she was born in 1978. Who can do math? Uh, what year did this come? Oh, out? thirty. She's thirty. Oh. I win. Oh yeah. no, I went over. Yeah, yeah Shelby won. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, so she was thirty. So we'll just say she's thirty in the movie because they never mm-hmm. talk about it. Um, I don't know. Maybe by the time you're thirty, Melanie. Maybe because you're only twenty-seven now, obviously. Yeah. And uh, everyone on the show is twenty-seven. Everybody. And so all you have three guests. more years to get to. How many weddings have you been in? Zero. Okay, so nine a year. Yeah. You'll be you'll be Catherine <laughs> Heigl true? from this movie. Yeah, I've only. Actually, well, you I should guess make closer I friends. guess I've been in one wedding. I was a little junior <laughs> bridesmaid. <laughs> I've been a junior bridesmaid for my aunt, so if the that counts, fuck is a that counts. Bridesmaid. You're like the JV. You were on the JV bridesmaid like I can't team. really like go to the bachelorette party. <laughs> Like, I really can't Got hang it. with all these old people. but like, It's like a flower girl, but she couldn't accept the responsibility of having flowers. Yeah. Got it. Like, I didn't sit down after I was done with my job. I stood up there the whole time. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. Really so, bored, I assume. Yeah. yeah. In a bright yellow dress. Ooh. Aww. So, I don't yeah, know. We'll, we'll get to the dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So let, I mean, let's just start talking about some of the movies. So Because mm-hmm. I, I at least have lots of thoughts. I, I have notes. Too. And PJ has some notes. So we can start at the beginning, because that's what PJ saw most recently, at least. So it opens up. So, okay. All right. Here's the deal. I go into this movie knowing nothing. It is called 27 Dresses. Pretty much all I know before I start is that she has been in 27 weddings. Like, that's the 27 Dresses. She's been a bridesmaid in 27 weddings. She's never been married. It's the ultimate story of always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Exactly. Which is the fucking tagline for the movie. They couldn't even think of anything more original than than the pitch that some asshole threw out in a meeting in 2006 and was like, what if we just did that for a movie? Um, Anyway. So they open with her to show us how many weddings she's in and how thinly she has stretched herself. She's running back and forth to two different weddings in one night. In a taxi. And in 2008, I kind of love that the diversity thing is that she goes to an Indian slash Jewish wedding, where I <laughs> yeah. feel like now it would absolutely be an LGBT wedding. Yeah. Um, but it's very funny, kind of, that in 2008, that was their life. Yeah, in Indian. See, she has diverse friends. Yeah. Um, We're cool and hip. And then, yeah, in between a quote-unquote normal wedding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said it, not me, so, Pete. Yeah, Yikes. exactly. So she's running back and forth between those. So here's my problem with this premise, aside from the fact that it's ridiculous, although it is a movie. It's not wedding season, so why are there two weddings in the same night? It is clearly raining outside yeah. and like kind of chilly, which means in New York it's either going to be like mid-fall or like early spring, neither of which are seasons where I would expect there to be a double-booked wedding. Yeah. Your like thoughts? if it was July... I'd be like, yeah, that's what feasible. I was thinking. Yeah, she's in twenty-seven weddings. Yeah, but she's thirty years old, and you got to think if she's been in twenty-seven weddings, she knows seven, a lot of people. She probably started being in weddings when seven she was like this year is what a ju- said. like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think every 
season is wedding season for her. I guess I'm just yeah. wondering, was 2008 like a year like 2021 where everyone didn't have weddings for a couple of years? And so then all of a sudden every <laughs> boom, fucking boom, person boom. had to have a wedding. So she had seven <laughs> weddings in one year. I, I think there's know. just a lot more weddings in the world that you guys aren't aware of. Also, it's New York. That's true. Oh, it's uh, the capital, York. the big wedding. Well, so many apple, people. They call yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> Peter, Jews and Indians. <laughs> Peter and I made the exact same joke about this when I found out it was uh, set in New York. Yes. Oh, well, my favorite character in the film is the city of New York itself. Yeah, the 28th dress. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but in that scene where she's going back and forth yeah. for, uh, from the two weddings, she hires a cab guy and says, oh here's $200 if you peek in the... In the 300 Yeah. Oh, here's $300. $300. If you peek in the rearview mirror, uh, you lose $20. And I said, I'd peek for 20 Well, he does. He only gets paid like 120 or something 140. at the end of the night. Yeah, 140 Seven times. That's kinda, it's one of the very few kind of funny lines is she gives him 140 and then says, you know what you did? Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, but not that funny. Uh, so, <laughs> so this is also where she meets James Marsden, who is at one of the weddings, but not both, and sees her running in and out of the reception a bunch. Yeah. Um, at the and end of it, makes fun of her yeah. a lot. He well, he Dennis systems her hard. This is so. I have something to say about that. Yeah. Um, We're also so, yeah. There's so, a lot to say. So first off, she doesn't catch the bouquet. It's very hopeful that she will. She gets knocked out, and then he. Pretends yeah. to be a doctor. Yes, well, yeah. Which and then which also names the other women yeah. around her too. Like he pretends yeah. to be a doctor and like tells these other bridesmaids to go get her like ice and water and everything, and then they leave and she's like, "Whoa, do you? How do you know what to get?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't. They were just annoying me." Yeah. <laughs> so he's an asshole. First yeah. of all, we're also very much still in the romantic comedy genre of guy is a dickhead, but like it's hot. Or something, Guy is a or dickhead, cool. but it's hot, and only wears a button-up shirt over a. I'm watching the movie right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. He doesn't change out of this outfit. No, I um, mean that's more 2008. But I mean, I'm just yeah. thinking like you've got mail and stuff is very much like that yeah. too, where Tom Hanks is just an asshole. But, but he's charming because like, he's Tom Hanks. I don't think James Marsden has. James that. Marsden can't pull it off. Yeah, for sure. Um, but at the end of it, when they're going home, he says, "Let's get a cab." And I did a punch-up of the script where if she was like, because she was all like woozy or whatever because she fell, yeah. if she says, I already got one, come on. She's got the guy waiting outside. That's well, a good and joke. And that's the Boom. cab they take. I know. Home, too. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So I already it doesn't got really make sense. Great He joke. tries to force his way into her apartment. Again, great. What a great guy. He tells her, I like your thong, by the way. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. That's like the, his first line. And also, literally, how does he see it? Because she asks how he knows that she was wearing a thong. And he yeah. says, because I saw you leaving the reception. Because she's what? taking off. Yeah, she but like flashed. As she's New walking York. out, they never she show that. She changes it. in the cab, I thought. He All like right. sees her driving by in the cab. If my first I mean, words to you had been, I ridiculous. like your thong, would we be. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We also met at the church camp. So, so. after like, <laughs> yeah. After <laughs> this like first bit. 20 minutes, she leaves James Marsden. And then for the next solid hour, we enter a totally different movie. Yeah. Which is, it forgets completely about the premise of the 27 dresses or that Catherine Heigl's in a lot of weddings. And it just becomes Catherine Heigl, her friend at work, and her having a crush on her boss. Well, who's not James Marsden. And James Marsden's barely in the movie after this. The, the first 20 minutes, they really harp on she loves weddings. Yeah, she they loves do. them. And then my thought was, why didn't she just become a wedding planner? And then I wrote down, oh, they already made that movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's called The Wedding Planner. Yeah. So, yeah. So for the next hour, it just becomes a 
weird, very sad, like gut punch to Katherine Heigl about her being in love with her boss. And then her mm-hmm. sister comes to visit and falls in love with her boss. And then she just has to watch them fall in love. She's literally watching them fall in love on yeah. my screen right now. She just has to watch them fall in They're love while... kissing at a wedding, which is rude. While she's yeah. sad about the fact that she's not falling in love with her boss. And this is seriously until an hour later that we just have this plot line going. And no one talks about her dresses. No one talks about her going to a lot of well, weddings. No well, one talks about... Here's the other thing with this movie. They never, no one ever even implies that Katherine Heigl wants to get married. It never comes up. So like the wrong. always a bridesmaid. You, yeah, are, a bride you are wrong. You're wrong. When does that come up? Constantly? No. The longing looks in her dead shark eyes. It's just her having a crush on her boss, though. No when one ever, she, she no, never she talks clips about wanting out to marry wedding. Them. Yeah, she, she clips out wedding things she talks about. she's just obsessed with weddings because she's in so many in a planet. She talks, she about, talks about her parents' about just wedding. weddings. Mm-hmm. She, she, I guess it does come up a little bit with her sister when her sister steals her dream wedding, which is also recreating just their parents' wedding. I don't think so, man. I, it was, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was heavily implied. Me too. Like she just, from the beginning, she's trying on a wedding dress and she's like excited that they think she looks good in it. She's on the the phone trying on the wedding dress and saying, oh, I'm so glad we're the same size. Her and that lady are not the same size. And I'm no body shamer, but like. Just get somebody who is the same size as Catherine Heigl, and then that, that line makes sense. Yeah, there are you a know? lot of lines that just don't make sense. It's going back to the thong thing. Yeah. Uh, there's also a moment where James Marsden, so he also, again, he's an asshole and is like negging her basically the whole time. He or She leaves the her like, of wedding deal. planning notebook in the cab, and his first move is to smell it. <laughs> he picks it up and sniffs it and then opens it up and is like oh her notebook and then he steals it for the hour before he shows up again uh-huh. just like the garden Shawshank yeah why would you smell anything in a cab it, none of <laughs> it makes any sense well because it's it's hers that you sound on the floor yeah that's true I mean, he didn't know it was hers at that point that's yeah. true so oh I guess James well, Morrison does show up like once more because we get a scene of him talking to his editor about wanting to do a story on Catherine Heigl because she's so depressing um <laughs> and then he calls her to try and get him, get her to inter- interview with him to do this story. And she keeps saying no. She tells him exact quote. She's very exasperated with him for calling her over and over again. And she says, please, please find someone else to be creepy with you or with. Yeah. And it, and then he keeps calling her and like, what the fuck are they doing in 2008? That Major they're encouraging alert. this kind yeah. of behavior from a dude to just not let it go. I will say they Especially did, professionally. Like, oh my yeah. God. They planted a There's little a lot of red seed flags. at the beginning where she's clipping out all these wedding things. And then she says, oh, just this one guy. He writes really good wedding vows or whatever. Oh, yes. right, right. And that is 100% James Marsden. I don't even know yeah, it in the job, movie yet. I haven't seen that far in. Yeah. It's him. I know it is. <laughs> his yeah. job is to write columns, like reviewing weddings, which is such a fucking New York socialite thing, like left over from like the 30s. Yeah. That, I yeah, it is a wild world to be a part of. Have it's, you ever read an article on someone else's wedding? No. Or your own? No. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, I didn't know I'm that saying, was a I thing. I think that Me really neither. only exists in like very specific well, Is it between the birth circles. announcement and the obituaries? Or where yes, is it probably. Lie? I think so, but it's I think like back section, in the olden PJs? days, it would be in the part of the newspaper where they're like, X and X person is going on a vacation for three months, so like... Don't mail them. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Like for real, like when they used to put shit like that in the newspaper. Well, and it's not just the wedding announcement. 
It's like post-wedding. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. He goes to weddings and then writes reviews of them like it's a fucking concert. It makes no sense. It's wild. It'd be kind of a fun job. And though. at one point, they do say it. it's everyone in the world's favorite column, <laughs> which is saying that's, you're talking about a like New York-centric worldview, man. Um, so yeah, so after the in this whole first hour where it's just Katherine Heigl being sad while her sister falls in love with the person she's in love with, I just wrote, this is not a romantic comedy. Like, this movie is not, it's not funny, and it's also not about romance except it being torn away from you, I guess. The actor who plays her boss, he's in a bunch of other stuff. He always just looks sad. Like, he's about to cry. He sounds sad, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a very good actor. He's not. He's also not, at least in my opinion, particularly attractive. But, yeah. What do you think? He's, He's buff, though. Yeah, but his face is just so bland. He doesn't have interesting hair. And he looks sad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If you had to pick him or James Marsden right now. In this movie or in general? <laughs> if you're just going off in this looks. movie is a lot harder than in general. Yeah. In general, James Marsden. But James Marsden's such an asshole in this movie. And also does the a really bad job too, acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone's an asshole. Everybody does a bad job acting in this movie. There's a certain point later on that we'll get to in this movie, but where I was just like, every single character in this deserves like the worst outcome. They're Her all assistant's a pretty people. good actress. Yeah. Oh, is it? Uh, Her friend from the person who's Kristen also Ritter? In... Oh, yes. The B in Apartment 23 is in this, but... Yeah. Um, no, the other Judy woman, Greer. her friend, yeah, Judy Greer. Judy Greer is good. I don't know the characters' names, but I know the So, <laughs> okay. So at a certain point, so James Marsden switches tactics, where instead of trying to write about Katherine Heigl specifically, he decides to write a column about her sister's wedding because their boss is like a famous philanthropist in New York. So he's going to do that angle, but then yeah, he just uses that job? to talk to Katherine Heigl. Katherine Heigl's his, like, Personal assistant, not personal okay. assistant, but assistant. Okay. At the mag, or it's, I kept thinking it was a magazine, but it's not. It's just a company that does. Okay, so a generic company. They they pulled the Christmas movie thing. Well, it's, it's like yeah. oh, they own a company. It's a nonprofit that like raises oh, okay. money for outdoors stuff, but they're very vague about it. Anyway, um, so he then starts bugging her. <laughs> to interview her as like the sister of the bride, which is even worse because she's already depressed about this. And so, but really she is at such a low point at this point where her sister is marrying like the crush of her life. And also the sister is stealing her dream wedding from her. And James Marsden has negged her so hard and she is so low that she finally gives in and agrees to see him. <laughs> and it it's really worked. just a great way to start a romantic it relationship. Paid off, yeah, exactly. You know? Just like I hate myself so much, I will talk to this man yeah. who I know hates me too. <laughs> they say nice guys finish last and this movie proves that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway. Oh, this is the this is the point of the movie, I think, where I was like, all four of these people are awful. <laughs> yeah. Truly. And what is her, her sister? I have her face looks familiar. Malin I looked Ackerman. her up. I've never seen her like, in any other movie. She's in a lot of comedy stuff more recently. Like okay. I think she's in Children's Hospital. Do you, did oh, okay. you ever watch that? I never watched it. It's a comedy central. Or wait, no, Adult Swim. I think yeah. show. Catherine um, Heigl. Yeah, she's in comedy stuff weirdly now. That is weird because she's not very funny. Um, she's funny in those. She's not funny in this, but no one's funny in this. That's There's true. There's no way it's you could be not funny a funny in this movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Catherine Heigl has, I mentioned this earlier, just dead shark eyes. It's crazy. They're black. She has black eyes. They're not brown. They are, I don't know if they put contacts in her eyes for this movie, but she looks like a shark. Yeah. 
Maybe they were trying to make her look unhappy. And then maybe when she falls in love. Are you saying sharks are unhappy? They bright. Yes. <laughs> I think they're pretty. Why do you think they swim all night? They're always long? smiling. You need that many seals. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, about, again, about uh, after an hour into the movie, we finally get back to the 27 dresses thing. Because James Marsden shows up at her apartment to interview her and then forces her uh, through manipulation to try on all 27 of her bridesmaids' dresses for him. And like takes a, pictures of her like without a creep, her consent. And takes pictures without her consent that he then publishes without her consent. Yeah. Oh, that's um, like super illegal. Yes. And he uh, knows where she lives and just shows up. Yeah. When he's a shows up and stalks oh, yeah, his true. way in. Yeah. Oh, I, so then, I, though, I just we get a fun. That part. So then we he's get the a worst. fun montage of her trying on all the dresses. She keeps all her dresses in one singular closet. Yes. yes. They do, though. And the purses I will say, and the shoes. They're self-aware yep. enough to make a joke about how this is New York. It's crazy you have, you're have you using your one closet for those dresses, which yeah. they're at least more aware than any other thing set in New York that yeah. that's a crazy thing to do. Um, she didn't even have them in like So then she tries bags. all them on, and then they get back to the other plot of the movie for a very long time. And then that's kind of the, they don't really get back to the 27 dresses thing or even her wanting to get married. Like, then it's just all about her sister and the guy's romance falling apart. And then her and James Marsden fall in love, but why? I don't know. And then it just kind of skips forward to them getting married at the end, right? The 28th dress. The 28th dress, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think let's get to, though, the best scene in the movie, of the entire movie. Oh, first of all, I actually did skip it. So I was assuming every 27 Club member was going to be somehow, you know, included, referenced in this movie. Yeah. The only one we get is that there's an Amy Winehouse song during, not the dress is montage, there? but there's an Amy Winehouse song in an earlier montage. Yeah. Ah. So oh, when she's dancing at the weddings. Sorry, I want to go back to mm. the beginning. At the very beginning. At yeah. the very beginning, she's going back and forth. They're doing like the Macarena and YMCA, but what song is playing? What was it? You said some kind of Michael Jackson. Song. Oh yes, Michael Jackson playing. Can't could don't they, stop till you get enough. Could whatever. they just not get the rights to like? It just looked bizarre. Her doing the oh, YMCA. Oh, that they're doing the wrong. To you got to think a Michael Jackson song. song costs more than those Than songs, the village right? people? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, agreed. Oh, well. Uh, so, by far the best part of the movie is when James Marsden... Why do they Why do they end up in the car together? Can someone remind me how they end up driving together? The when taxi? When they crash the car? Oh. No, no, no. The part in the... Like, two-thirds of the way through when they crash yeah. the car in the rain. So, in he the car had together? showed up to she was with george the the boss the, that she was in yeah. love with mm-hmm. they were doing food tasting or something yeah, he just right. shows up and yes. then is like i'm i'm gonna ride home with you uh-huh. and she was like no and then these yes. two men Once make again, the decision that they're gonna yeah, yeah. so then he Got rides with her oh, yeah, and then it starts pouring rain up the windshield down the windshield <laughs> yes. while they're going really fast <laughs> Yeah, so the guy with the hose didn't was not coming from the right angle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they crash the car. Yes, Catherine Heigl loses control well, of her emotions and the car. Yeah, <laughs> she starts speeding when she gets really mad, as yes. you do. Yeah, of course. In rain, and then he's like, we're going to hydroplane. And she's like, we're not going to hydroplane. Ah, we're hydroplaning. Yeah, I will say, of all this movie's faults, the one thing they don't do at all is make any jokes about like women driving or anything. Like, she crashes the car, but there's not... Even James Marsden in all of his assholeness 
does not even get a quip in about like, oh boy, she drove and crashed the car, am I right? Like, nothing like that. Yeah, I think we can all agree. They were really aware in this movie. Yeah. I mean, look, they were aware enough to not do that. I I did just watch a scene where she's trying on like a a traditional Japanese gown and she's ducking to be in the picture and then she stands Because they're all short. Because they're all short. So. um, Oh, that's funny. Yeah, very aware. So aware. Look, I'm not saying, I'm just saying in this one instance, it surprised me they did not make that kind of joke i guess is all i'll say so anyway so they crash the car in the rain not really they just slide off the road the car's fine so then they go to look for a phone to call a tow truck and they walk into a bar that is apparently just like two feet down the road you're missing the part though where they pull out their cell phones to try and get service it's pouring rain they can't get service, so they roll down their windows and stick their cell phones outside of the windows in the rain, in the rain <laughs> to, to try see and if get that gets service. them better service. Yeah. I did, yeah, just see that part, and it, <laughs> I didn't know what the so, fuck was yeah, going So, yeah, so then they walk into this bar, which, again, has to have been just, like, two feet down the road, oh. because then they go back to the car later, so it's, like, it, it has to be close. The crash happened 10 seconds ago. They're already dry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there's a cut. So they walk into the bar. The payphone doesn't work. They ask if they can use the phone. The bartender's like kind of an asshole for no reason. And immediately James Marsden just says, never mind, we're not getting a tow tonight. I don't know how he knows or... Yeah. Yeah. He just says, never mind, give me a drink. And then she says, okay, fine, we'll just drink. So then it cuts to them. I think the idea is they've been there for like a couple hours. Mm -hmm. They're drunk and having fun together. And then we get to... One of the best scenes I've seen in a movie in so fucking long. So they're in this bar, right? And I hate when this happens to me, PJ. This is this oh, all the time. I know exactly all the what time. you're gonna say, Pete. I know, I know it's on your mind. Every time I go, I go out. This happens, but so they're sitting at this bar, and there's this song playing over like the speakers in the bar, right? Just like at normal, yeah. bar, not even loud bar volume, like normal dive bar volume. Like everyone's there to talk and play pool, right? It's, and it's one of the nights that a dad band is not playing. Exactly, yeah. yes. So Benny and the Jets is playing. They start singing along and are like teasing each other about not knowing the words. And, you know, they're connecting over this song, Benny and the Jets. So then they're singing along to themselves at the bar. No one else is really around them. And then the movie decides that everyone in the bar is going to notice them singing. <laughs> so they start cutting to people around the bar, turning their heads like, what? People singing along to a song in a bar? While we're all sitting here drunk, what what's happening? How are, and then I guess they're supposed to be impressive singers, because people are like, whoa, yeah, sing it, man. And then it cuts to the entire bar cheering them on while they sing standing on the bar, to Benny and the Jets, which is a good song, but not even like that. Two part of much the song. Of a bop. They like, have already so apparently they put the song on a repeat. I think I think they might have skipped back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then it's like them basically doing micless karaoke, and the whole bar is acting like we just won World War II or something. <laughs> like, they are so fucking excited to see this. And then they finish, and they're all just like, wow, wasn't that the greatest thing any of us have ever seen? They must have all called their friends, too, because the bar, like, triples yes, in size. exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. so many more people. You gotta get down here. There's this, these drunk people, and these people singing are singing along. along to a song. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. They got up on the bar. It's crazy. The movie doubles down on the idea. I my only guess is that the joke is that it's like a small town, so people are easily like entertained. I don't think they double down on this where they go to breakfast the next morning in the same town at this diner, and two separate people comment to them of like, "You're the Benny and the Jets people from last night." Like it made everyone's month in this tiny town. 
And it could be if they, if they didn't have cell phone service. That's, yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> but how would they have called that's their right. friends to get down to the bar? Also, the payphone's broken. <laughs> they just probably <laughs> went outside and knocked on yeah. the ruins door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, you got down here. They're singing on the bar over here. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I hate so much when I'm singing along to a song, like to myself, and the whole bar forces me to sing it for them instead. They really like, shoehorn their way into your... <laughs> yeah personal singing it's so awful man i mean but just it's rough having to go out have you ever stood on a bar and sang no have you ever seen someone do it in real life no yeah me neither um (laughs) i have watched the movie coyote ugly though (laughs) close enough yeah so anyway oh they they also fuck now finally thank and thank god yeah they was the sexual tension (laughs) was so intense killing me it was he had zero respect for her and really was going out of his way to make to point out how much of a piece of shit she was. She didn't like him either until she felt so low. She was like, you're right, I am a piece of shit. And that's the kind of sexual tension that I love getting paid off with a nice steamy sex scene in a crashed car in the rain. <laughs> Which, again, they walk back. So this car, again, has Same to car. be very close. They walk back to the Amazing. car in the rain from the bar yeah, it's a New York cup, yeah. PJ. It's oh, like yeah, a whole we have a staple. mug that's like the New York coffee cup thing. I've never the been to New York. I didn't thing. know about this Greek coffee, coffee yeah. cup You've thing. seen Mad Men. So they show up in Mad Men a lot. While you're recording and I'm watching no, Law & Order SVU, thing. they always have those coffee yeah. cups. Oh. Okay. They do have those. So they leave the bar. So it's a sexual they go, assault thing. Yeah. Okay. They go fuck in the car in the rain. Yeah. Then they sleep in the car. Peter, they make love. I No. Then they sleep in the car and then show up at this diner. So they really are. They're crashed like two feet from town. And I don't know why they thought they weren't going to get a tow. I don't know why. If they're so close to this town, just get a hotel room. Because the person who's towing them is watching their performance. I guess. Like there's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. he it's, can't do both. <laughs> so, and then, oh. and then just the movie continues. But it, this, this is around the point where Shelby and I both really got bored and it just it's having my computer in front of me to take notes just really meant that I started doing other stuff on my computer. <laughs> so I'm, there's not much going on anymore that um, I'm caring about. I will say the, the guy from the bar, I'm watching the movie, um, just said, Oh, you're the band of the jets people. And, uh, Catherine Heigl is embarrassed, but James Marsden, not embarrassed. <laughs> yes. Very proud. Yeah. 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 Because she's probably also embarrassed about them making love. Mm, yes, yeah. she is very ashamed about it. She never does that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kept always, saying that. Always, yes. always, always a bridesmaid. That's the title to his uh, oh, article yeah. in the so paper. So then his article out. gets published, oh, yeah. and she freaks out because not only did she not really know he was writing an article about her, it's also a bunch of pictures of her she didn't know were being published. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they lose trust, but then obviously it's all fine when she realizes she actually does love him later on. And James Marsden is a piece of shit in this movie, but how much of a piece of shit do you have to be to write an article like that about someone? Know that you wrote that article and then still sleep with them when there's still a chance that like might be published. And it's not in a local newspaper. It's like the New York paper. Yeah. 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 (laughs) They're trying to, yeah, they're, they're, it's the New York journal. So Mm -hmm. take a guess which paper they're trying to be. (laughs) (laughs) Seattle Um, times. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, that's basically it. Like, her sister doesn't end up getting married to the boss. Why? Um, oh. I think we need to talk about that. That, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, she just, her sister lied about everything in her life to fall in love with the boss. And Catherine exposed Heigl, her for Yeah, all exposes of it. her. And not only oh. exposes her, 
exposes at their reception dinner mm-hmm. with a listen, video with yeah a, yes with a video slideshow yeah she like made two like yeah. one of a happy couple and then another one of a, like this is really what my sister's like what is she really like you don't she know she eats her at ribs all. pj and she hates dogs well she was lying it's a very low stakes. and she <laughs> pays the little boy to clean the house yes. and yes. she yeah i was trying to figure out what the <laughs> fuck all of that was about was the idea that like because it's because the the boss guy has this guy from big brother what is that called and um, the holding company we talked about yes <laughs> no the like thing, big brother big sister yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's part of the big brother big sister program so he has like this 12 year old kid or whatever little brother his little mm-hmm. brother oh, okay and so the that was a little the kid sister is yeah. paying him to clean her apartment George's apartment. Yeah. His yeah, apartment. but I is the idea that that's like not a good enough job, like that this kid would be stalling out in his life by doing this? Or no. it kind of seems like I, I'm just... I thought it was just more like... That's not what you're supposed to do They were doing it behind George's back, and, and it was keeping a, a secret on yeah. purpose Got from it. George. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Cool. And she, I think she also passed off that she was the one who cleaned the house. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Makes she also sense. lied about being a vegetarian. Yeah. Yes, because she had a photo of her eating ribs. And it's like, you can be a vegetarian later. And she life. also but she was said, wearing the ring. That's yeah. how he knew. Were You re- You were really checked out. Apparently. And she all, he, <laughs> well, she took the ring off later and there's barbecue sauce all over yeah. it. So. <laughs> and then there were pictures of her with a lot of guys. And yeah, that was, was a weird really one. Upset where, about like, that. Half of her yeah. thing about you shouldn't marry this lady was basically slut shaming her own sister. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, and she fucks a lot, so do, do you really want to, yeah. <laughs> to, to marry that woman? I slut shame my sister on a daily basis. Yeah, Which exactly. one? All of them. So, yeah, this is the point but where it's it really because becomes... you're just jealous? No, I'm not jealous. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So this is where I feel like it really just becomes clear and, like, very weird. Because, again, going into the movie and the start of the movie and the title of the movie being all about the always a bridesmaid, never a bride thing. But... Almost more important in the movie's eyes is that Catherine Heigl and her sister fucking hate each other. And like that becomes yeah. more of a central plot than the the twenty seven dresses thing for the most part. So. We should also talk about the wedding dress. Sure. Because mm-hmm. one of Who's? the main reasons that oh. Catherine Heigl exposes her sister is because the sister well, first of all, the dad gives the dead mother's wedding dress to the mm-hmm. sister. Which like if you have two daughters and one dead mother and one dead mother's wedding dress. I don't know if you're just... You can't really give it You gotta anything. find a dead yeah, grandmother's wedding dress even, or nothing. You can't yeah. just even give that to the first one that gets married. Yeah. But she does that. And then the sister books basically Catherine Heigl's dream wedding mm-hmm. at the boathouse where her parents got married, which is assumedly in Central Park. Because at first she was going to have like a simple little thing. Yes. And she's like, oh, Janie, your idea is like so much better. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And then she gets the dress. And then she... Has it. the dress altered to be not even the dress? Well, well she cuts up the dress. She cuts up yeah. the dress and uses, bits and uses of it. little yeah. pieces. At the beginning, she does say that it was a perfect wedding because they're like looking at pictures of their parents' mm-hmm. wedding. She's like, "It's a perfect wedding, except for that dress with fake nylon lace." And does she say? Yeah, that? she does. So yeah, she's like looking at a early. picture of them. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, the sister does that or yeah, sister the does sister. that? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So, so she only took the parts she liked, and then exactly. that's when Catherine Heigl exposes like, her. Like really freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. I just heard her say, that's not the dress. Catherine Heigl <laughs> gets uh, gets sick of being, of everyone walking all over her. Yeah. Yes. So, and then at some point, James Marsden gives her a Blackberry, which is really funny too, because the iPhone's going to come out like in less than a year, <laughs> a year I think. Yeah. And it's like, all right, this, this thing will be really useful for you until, yeah, everyone in the world gets a much better 
a much better version of the of a smartphone. Um, These pictures are that she's playing at the slideshow are kind of funny. And then that's pretty much the movie. It like ends and then it like cuts to a year later and her and James Marsden are getting married. And for some reason at that wedding, the boss shows up. Why is the boss invited to that wedding in any way? She quits. Okay, so she oh. quits the job. So she doesn't even work there anymore. It's been a year since she's worked for him. She, at some point, her and the boss kiss after yeah. he breaks up with the sister. Mm -hmm. And then they have this kind of moment where both of them are like, yeah, no, we're not into each other. It was just like, yeah. So they kiss and realize they're not into each other. So it's been a year since she's been over that crush, since she has worked for him. And he is the ex-fiance of her sister who she hates. Why would he be invited to that wedding? I mean, he was nicer than her sister, it seems. But still, why the fuck? And it's a small wedding. It's like on a beach and there's like 40 chairs. Yeah, but there's 27 bridesmaids. Yes, well, that's true. They have all the bridesmaids from all the or all the other weddings she was oh at. Oh my they god! And she makes them wear the dress. Oh man, yeah, yeah that that's stupid. They made her wear yeah right. their own bridesmaids, bridesmaids dresses mm -hmm. from their weddings, and then they have those 27. But then she also yeah, has how do you think they her those? best friend assistant person she and threw away her, her sister. So there's really 29 bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I will say even though it's only the 28th wedding. They don't always <laughs> buy you a dress, though. Sometimes people rent dresses for weddings. So right. It's, it's very... So still having all the dresses. Yeah, because she throws That's away her dresses. True. So it's like mm -hmm. really, yeah, those, yeah, where are those dresses coming from? Because the bride is not going to have your a own. You do. Yeah. Bride's was like dress. more often. Mm -hmm. In modern times. Yeah. So. Well, nowadays they anyway. just say, I don't know, pick a dress that looks kind of this color. Which no, I they don't. Some people do, not everyone. I feel like that's how it goes. So, not, not exactly what you guys did. <laughs> um, we did that, but we're pretty cash. Yeah. So that's 27 dresses. It was... My least favorite member of the 27 Club. Yeah, it was not very good. It really... It felt like... I, I told Shelby this when you we were watching it. I don't think she entirely agrees, but I have this theory watching it that someone pitched the idea, hey, romantic comedy, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. That's funny, right? Or like a good idea. And then they come up with the 27 dresses thing. They come up with the idea of her being in a lot of weddings. They come up with the James Marsden character doing like a story on her maybe. And then them falling in love. They come up with all that, which is also basically just you've got mail. Yeah. Um, or um, the wedding planner. Yeah, or that. And yeah. then they realize, like they start writing that script and they realize, oh, that's only like 30 minutes of the movie. We need more movie. So then they come up with the whole sister and boss crush thing. Yeah. And then that just actually becomes most of the movie. It was a good chunk of the film. That's like yeah. an, an hour, hour and 20, 20 minutes. minutes of it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's only like 30 minutes of the other shit. So, yeah. And then it's, I think it you're just right. throws you off though, because the, it's literally an hour from the beginning scene of her going to the weddings and then they don't get back to James Marsden and like her trying on the dresses until after an hour into the movie. It's crazy. So you just forget that that's what it's about for a while. Yeah, talk about bad pacing, man. Like there's not a lot done well in this movie. No. And you talked about how in You've Got Mail, even though Tom Hanks is an asshole, he's like at least kind of charming, so it maybe yeah. kind of works. Yeah. Although, yeah, I we actually watched that one kind of recently and I don't I don't think it works personally. But James Marsden absolutely does not have not any charming. charm in yeah. this movie. He is so smarmy. And like even when he's trying to be charming and smiling, it just makes him look like an asshole. Like his his charming smile really is kind of the smile of a guy who like knows that he's being mean to you. Yeah. And likes it. <laughs> that smile that I have all the time when I look at you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You dumb bitch. Okay. <laughs> so 
Yeah, that's 27 dresses. Um, I didn't f- really fully see the movie, but I don't think I need to. It's been explained to me, and I get it. Um, uh, now is the time we usually rate the movie yes. or artist out of 27. Out of 27. Uh, Shelby, your thoughts on 27 dresses, your final thoughts on 27 dresses, and what would you like to rate it out of 27? Out of, oh man, I need to do some quick math. As a movie, and then also in 27-ness. Yeah. <laughs> With you two so how much of a member of the 27 Club is yeah, this yeah, movie, yeah. do you think? I think it's 100% a member, um, but every other member hates it. Okay, yeah. I, well, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a chance for one of the members of the 27 Club to see this, so. <laughs> yeah. And they probably did. Her, mo- her song is in it, so. Yeah. I give it uh, an 11. It's about 41%. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Melanie? Um, I still like this movie, although it's awful, but it's a 2008 film. Nothing is very good for rom-coms. That's true. That is true. Before you rate it, I would like to ask you, how would you describe your taste in movies? Um, You know, I really like girly bad awful movies like okay. so you have a coms. bad taste in yeah movies. yeah okay like nicholas sparks is like some of my favorite movies well, pj you're yeah. being a real james marsden <laughs> yeah. well, real. I'm yeah, that's why i fell in love with him <laughs> i actually think it might be an interesting article about how bad your taste in movies yeah is. probably <laughs> i've already written that i do a whole yeah i port, the post on newsletter. forums about it <laughs> yeah nice so yeah i, I don't know 14 out of 27. Oh. Nice. Still not a great... I would say... Yeah. All right. Like, it is cringy now to watch some of the parts. Yeah. But mm-hmm. everything from 2008 is cringy. That's true. It was a weird time, like, where people were kind of progressive, but not really fully there. So it did right. have, like, the Jewish Indian wedding. Right. But then there's, like, probably a bunch of gay jokes in here. Yeah. I just assume. It's 2008, where they're, mm-hmm. like, gay, yeah. being gay funny. Right. Being gay very funny. And wheeled and bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I would say, I aside from the fact that it's not funny, and that I don't find any of the characters very easy to root for, I also think it's just yeah, it's got like the old rom com thing of like th- yeah. them making people fall in love when the guy is actively like a terrible person the whole time. Right. Um, so like a four yeah. <laughs> out of 27, like I don't, I mean, I barely made, made it through watching it once. So I didn't make it through watching it once and I'm going to say a three. Nice. Mm. All right. Or one out of nine if we were going that route. One out of nine. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and as it's 27-ness, look, there's a whole 27 dresses Yeah. and they never let us forget that in that entire movie. Um, they could not stop harping on the fact that there are all 27 dresses. So, but Catherine Heigl is 30. She's not 27. That's true. How old is her sister, though? Younger. Great point. She is younger. Let's say 27. Probably 27. It up a bit. It's I got think... an Amy Winehouse song in it. Hmm. I think yeah. we could go like 21, 22 out of 27 for this, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking. It's pretty 27. I was thinking 19. 19? Yeah. Sure. Let's split the diff at 20. There we go. I'm confused about what we're rating. So we, we're rating it on its 27-ness yeah. as no. part of the 27 Club. Yeah, so like where it There's falls. There's no rhyme or reason to it. No, no, no. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, all right. Does well, it smell like a Twenty Seven Club member? Yeah. Does, does it, it walk like a Twenty Seven like Club, 27 club yeah, yeah. member? Does it have a Does What's it have a big head, tiny like? ass? Yeah. <laughs> big head, flat ass, like every good member of the Twenty Seven. Hell yeah, that's what we talk about. Um, well, any final thoughts on the Twenty Seven dresses? Everyone should go watch it right now. I'm, I'm at the. <laughs> I can't stress it enough. I'm at the wedding scene, and both the sister's dress and the boss's uh, suit just match the sand. It is a very bland shot. Yeah. It's all mm. one tone. Yeah. Kind of like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Pete. <laughs> Melody, Whoa. any final thoughts before we? Wait, how did it just feel to do a real life off in the high sunset? five? Good. Oh, yeah. My computer's sick of being smacked in the face all the yeah. time when we try it over Zoom. <laughs> um, no, I think it just will ever, forever live in my heart. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Very fair. Well, thanks for joining us on this very special episode of the 27 Club. And uh, we will see you at that 28th wedding. Oh, yeah, I'll see you on yeah. the other side of that, on, under, uh, on the other side of that dress. Beach Boys Boys Production.